Hello, my name is Hannah, and you are listening to the Young Greens podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking equal pay, the leadership elections, and we'll also be giving you news from the Young Greens movement. As always, if you'd like to get involved or share your views, then please email us at media at younggreens.org.uk. We look forward to hearing from you. First off, we're going to talk about the Green Party leadership elections, and I'm handing you over to Ed Fraser, my fellow member of the Media Subcommittee. Hi, I'm Ed from the Media Subcommittee. You may already know that at the end of July, voting opens for the Green Party leadership elections. Taking place every two years, these are your chance to decide on the people you think should lead the direction of our party and ultimately represent us across Wales and England. Perhaps the biggest change is that this time, former leader and current co-leader Caroline Lucas MP will not be contesting for the party leadership, so at least some change in the leadership team of the party is guaranteed. The other current co-leader and leader of the opposition in Lambeth Council, Jonathan Bartley, will be standing again on a co-leadership ticket with Sean Berry, member of the London Assembly, recently re-elected to Camden Council and former principal speaker for the party. Also standing to be party leader is Sharar Ali, Home Affairs spokesperson and one of the deputy leaders from 2014 through till 2016, and Leslie Rowe, who has stood as a parliamentary candidate in North Yorkshire in three of the past four general elections. You will also be able to vote in a deputy leadership election, where there are five candidates standing. These include Amelia Womack, the current deputy leader, party LGBTIQA plus spokesperson Amy Challoner, Black and Minority Ethnic Spokesperson Rashid Nix, Councillor Jonathan Chilvers, Leader of the Greens on Warwickshire County Council, and Councillor Andrew Cooper, who sits on Kirkley's Council and is the party's energy spokesperson. There will also be elections for most of the seats on the Green Party Executive Committee, also known as GPECs, with multiple candidates standing for roles including Chair, Campaigns Coordinator, Equalities and Diversity, External Communications and Management Coordinator. A further three candidates will contest to sit on the Policy Development Committee also. Voting opens on 30th July and closes on 31st August. You can vote either by post or by logging on to my.greenparty.org.uk. Remember, if you're having difficulty logging in, email support at greenparty.org.uk and they will be able to help. The results will be announced soon after the 31st of August and a new leadership team will be officially unveiled on the 5th to 7th of October in Bristol at the Green Party Conference. So if you are able to, please book your tickets for conference and come show your support for the new team, whoever they may be. Thank you. Thanks, Ed. And now it's time for some news from the Young Greens movement. You may remember from last month's podcast that the Young Greens were attending the People's Vote March on the 23rd of June, which was two years after the Brexit vote. This march was for a people's vote on the final Brexit deal and the Young Greens were part of many people at that event. Meanwhile, this year's 30 Under 30 had a trip to Brussels at the beginning of July where they visited the European Parliament and met with Green MEPs Molly Scott Cato, Jean Lambert and Keith Taylor. In Brighton and Hove, the Young Greens held a picnic in Preston Park where Young Green candidate Amy Healy will be standing in next year's elections. Finally, we'd like to welcome Reading University Young Greens, who started a new group this month, along with other recent new Young Greens groups, 
such as Colchester and Herefordshire. We look forward to seeing your successes. If you're a young green and you'd like to send us some news for a future podcast, please email us at media at younggreens.org.uk. We're now going to move on to the topic of equal pay. You may remember that last year, the Young Greens launched a youth manifesto during the general election, and one of our pledges was the removal of age-related wage bans. To find out a bit more about what that meant, we spoke to Paul Valentine, the trade union liaison officer on GPEX, and a former member of the Young Greens Executive Committee. Hi, I'm Paul Valentine, and I'm the trade union liaison officer on the Green Party Executive Committee. Trade unions are vital to securing pay equality, and in our ever-changing flexible economy, this is more important than ever. Google TUC stuck at the start, and you'll find some interesting facts about how young workers are getting a raw deal at work. Wage stagnation, low-paying jobs, no skill development, insecure work, and feeling like you don't have a voice are just some of the issues facing young workers. This is why it's vital to join a union in your workplace and be a voice to combat these issues. Now currently, if you're under 18, your employer can legally pay you the minimum wage of £4.20 an hour. But if you're over 25, for the same job, they must pay you £7.83 an hour. Now even £7.83 isn't enough to live on. The Living Wage Foundation tells us that the real living wage is £8.75 across the UK and £10.20 in London. So how can we justify paying lower wages for the same job if you just happen to be younger? So join your workplace union today raise these issues and let's take this battle of fair wages to the employers and to government. Thanks Paul and now to find out what the Young Greens are doing about it we've spoken to Young Greens co-chairs Hannah Graham and Ben Parker. A year after the last general election where we promised to abolish minimum wage age bans it is a scandal that some young people are still earning as little as £5.90 per hour while their 25 year old colleagues earn nearly £3,000 more per year for the same work. This is nothing less than government-sanctioned exploitation of our next generation. As young people, we're facing higher costs than previous generations, forced to pay for sky-high rents to pay off landlords' mortgages with no hope of affording a place of our own, all while struggling to pay off record-high levels of private debt, hoping to have enough money left just to pay for the bus to work. At the same time, our government is sending a message that our work is worth less than anybody else's. Our costs are not less, and in many cases, they're higher than our colleagues. We are sending a clear message to the government. We deserve equal pay for equal work. You can assist us in our fight for a fair deal for young people by joining the Young Greens today. Hi, I'm Lucas, the Young Greens Events and Convention Officer, and I'm going to talk to you about what convention is and why you should be there. Young Greens Convention will be held this year on the 3rd and 4th of November in Sheffield. It's a great weekend, full of training, workshops, discussions on what our priorities should be for next year, where we'll set campaigns and policy for the Young Greens, and where we'll elect the next Executive Committee and Structures and Procedures Committee to take the Young Greens into 2018-19. Last year was my first convention, and everyone was so welcoming and inclusive that I settled right in and could get straight down to business. It's a great weekend. And it's how the Young Greens remain so strong at campaigning and mobilising through the training that we deliver, the networking that we do and the connections we make at convention and other events. It's one of our biggest events of the year and so I really hope you'll join me and the rest of the Young Greens Executive Committee there. So, see you in November at Sheffield University. 
to close off today's podcast, we're going over to Creative Corner and this is a song by Alex Nettle called Animal Brain. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Young Greens podcast and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Goodbye.